day or every time I talk to my parents, it's like a new thing that I'm learning about either my family history or Filipino heritage. And even not just like our culture as Filipinos, but just... Welcome to Reclaiming Filipinx Identity Season 2, Episode 3, with your host, Chachi. Hi everyone! Welcome back! Welcome especially to those tuning in for the very first time. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Today on Episode 3, I have with me is... A really good friend of mine, I met her in my first year as a transfer student in UH Manoa. And I can say that she is someone who truly embodies um, a very authentic and genuine personality. Uh, She's one of the sweetest and nicest person I've met. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to her as she shares her story as a Filipino-American in Hawaii. So, as always, let's continue on with the episode. At first, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to capture your story here today at Reclaiming Filipinx Identity. The first question for you is, in your own words, who is Grace Marie Lopez? And what do you do with Grace? Okay, so I guess just like a short background about myself. I am the youngest of my family. I was born and raised in Mililani. Um, I'm a second generation Filipino. Uh, okay, yeah, I like to... I really enjoy going outside. I really like nature. I like to go on hikes, even though I don't like... I don't... I'm not able to go on them as I like. But I really like spending time outside and um, getting fresh air and enjoying nature. Um, I really, I'm a foodie, so any like new like bubble places or like other like good foods, especially like um, hot pot. I'm like really big on hot pot and boba, just like every other like basic Asian out there. <laughs> um, and um, I love to make hot foods. I just made one today. And um, yeah, uh, right now I'm at Manoa. I'm trying to get into nursing, but um, if anything doesn't go well right now, I'm, um, I have a plan to switch to uh, kinesiology and pursue nursing later, um, a graduate level. In terms of uh, di- uh, a language that you speak, um, is there any particular language, Filipino language that you, um, your family uh, My speak? family... So I only speak English, but I can understand. I can understand a little, little bit of um, Ilocano and Pangasinan. Um, My family mostly speaks um, Ilocano and Pangasinan. I don't usually hear Tagalog around my house, um, so it's like really weird to hear Tagalog. Like my sister and I are like have been telling our parents like oh speak this in Tagalog so that um we're able to like learn more because if we learn Tagalog then we're able to learn the other dialects easier but I mostly hear Ilocano and Pangasinan so if somebody were like to talk to me in Tagalog I'd be like I'd be really confused (laughs) Uh, so I don't really hear Tagalog at all honestly would you want to learn how to speak it I know you mentioned that you wanted to Oh yeah, like I like I wanna. Um, I really wanna learn Tagalog, and like my parents have been trying. They talk to us like every so often now. Like sometimes mm-hmm. there are times where we, 
where we um we tell our parents to just speak this in Tagalog but I'm always like what like what 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 does that mean (laughs) um but I also want to do it on Rosetta Stone because I heard that the one on Rosetta Stone is really good I didn't know that it's on an online app yeah there's also um there's also apps like on like the app store that I have I have I think it's called Drops and I use it to learn Tagalog every so often (laughs) You were born here? Yes, I was um I was born and raised here in Hawaii. How was it like growing up Filipino? I think that I uh, honestly even still now I feel like I sh- I struggle with getting in tune with like my Filipino culture. Mm-hmm. I feel like only now have I really like embraced it. And I think growing up um there's a lot of like I grew up with a lot of like Filipino culture, like, you know, like big family parties, like all the Filipino foods. I grew up with all the Filipino foods. Like my mom and my grandma and my aunties and uncles, they cook Filipino food. So that's what I grew up with. I didn't really grow up, you know, eating like burgers and like, like American food. What I'm used to is like, like Filipino vegetables and, and, you know, like lechon and all that kind of stuff. Um, Like in terms of like, like deep in our culture like I I didn't really have any idea about any of it until maybe just recently because I feel like our parents um some of our parents I think well mostly some of them will be like they'll um they like want us to be able to assimilate into like this world and like America so they don't really teach us or show us so much about our culture if we're not born in the Philippines or if we didn't immigrate from the Philippines um yeah like I don't think that until um recently have I been trying to um get more in touch like with my culture like I really wish that like not just about like our culture but also like how to speak it because it's also like a really good skill to have and I think like after my grandma passed away um like in when was that 2019 um that was when I was really intrigued by like how much like it's like how important it is to like preserve our Filipino heritage and our history like my grandma died at 96 years old and um like that's like 96 years of heritage like rich heritage like combined into like one single human being and I wish that I had like learned more about um like her life and her culture back when she was still alive and so I think like after she passed it really pushed me to try to like understand our culture and the language more and like right now like I'm (laughs) I'm putting together like a cookbook of like all of um like Filipino dishes like my family's favorite Filipino dishes that I can like preserve like how my family cooks Filipino food so that I have like that rich heritage of like um just like the the foods of like that we love to eat wow that's that's something is really nice honestly I didn't know that and I give you props for that that's really bringing alive the gen- your generation. have you taken any Filipino classes while you were at UH no I haven't but um, I actually registered for um IP360 so I'm really that's really um nice to hear because um you mentioned that you were creating books um with all your family recipe and like that's a that's a perfect class to 
start it with because you get yeah. to cook your food. I'm so excited because I've been wanting to take a Filipino class at UH, but like my schedule has just been so busy. But this one fit, and there were seats left, so I'm really excited to take it this semester. And I, one one little like tidbit about IP360 is that it really takes you through a great immersion of the Philippines because it mm-hmm. starts from the history, uh, then food then culture through dances and music and then rituals so it's a perfect start for you yeah yeah i'm so excited in your own words what does it mean to reclaim our philippine next identity reclaiming our philippine next identity really is just not being ashamed of our culture i feel like a lot of times um being like a filipino american second third generation mm-hmm. Um, we really kind of shy away from learning about those things because, you know, it's like you don't want to be, like, different from the crowd. And, like, second, third, fourth generation Filipino-Americans, we really, like, um, we don't value the culture as much as we should. I feel like, um, like, I know, like, uh, my roommate Caitlin, she's a she's a third generation Filipino, and um, she like knows even less than I do. And I feel like when we talk about it, we're like shamed to to maybe like know all these things about our culture. Like if you were to say something about like the food or like the Philippines, they'd be like, "Oh, like you're so Filipino." or something like that and we'd be ashamed of it so I feel like reclaiming it would just be like not being ashamed of it and really just going forth and exploring it you know like it's your culture it's your heritage you can't Mm -hmm. change it so why don't you just embrace it instead and like there's so much beauty and like the history and the heritage of who you are and it's not just like who you are but it makes like like your family and like your entire like ethnic background and there's something like really beautiful in just knowing that and embracing it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like um, if we can just just shy away from that stigma of like that we're going to be like made fun of mm-hmm. and just really just embracing that um, Filipino culture and exploring further than what we know now because there's so much more that we don't know. Has there been one thing that you wanted to learn about the Philippine culture that you didn't already know yet? Um, I really want to know more about um, <laughs> like the farming life. I mean, I know like because my, my family is like they came from like the farm life, but I really want to know more about like what that was like. And then also um, uh, the weaving, like weaving in the Philippines. Because I saw um, a video that... Uh, referring to was a video about Miss Catriona Gray, uh, the Miss Universe winner of 2019. She, like, puts these videos of, um, like, the Philippines, and she showcases the Philippines. And one of them was um, weaving, and I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So I would want to learn more about that. So you love, um, you mentioned you love making hakule. So this is one thing about um, the, the Ilocano culture is be, you can also make things into everyday objects. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. I didn't even know that. 
as a aspiring nursing student and well um backup plan a KRS major just in case what do you have in plan for your major with your uh, Filipino culture to either go into nursing whether it be undergrad or grad level um but something that I really do want to do with um and something that I had prayed about for a while um like even in high school is um to uh, go on mission trips down to like the Philippines and any other um, like that healthcare skill and profession um, to, to be able to reach um, those that aren't able to get um, affordable healthcare. And I think that um, there are a lot of places in the Philippines that definitely are not getting quality or even healthcare at all. So I feel like if I'm able to go there as a nurse, especially like someone of their culture, it'll be very like heartwarming and honestly probably more of a blessing to me than it is to them because I feel like um like if I were to go there like it's like oh like I want to be a blessing to them but a lot of times you like feel more blessed than you really think that you will going there so I really want to be able to use my nursing profession to um, reach other countries especially the Philippines. A lot of feel that you are really gonna do successful within your career path, whatever it is. Um, you have a lot of passion within trying to learn about our heritage and not being ashamed to share it with those around us. Yeah. And to transition from that, what is your advice to the next generation who aspires? Uh, if I had any advice to give, I would say life in general. Don't ever limit yourself to whatever it is that you think you can learn or whatever it is that you think you can do because the impossible is very possible. And um, yeah, like, so much possibility in this world and um, just take the time to explore it and not be ashamed of it. We can find so much beauty in it. Hearing you talk, I could tell that you really have a strong relationship with your family and it shows a lot about our heritage and our culture and when when we truly try to embrace something that we love it's through having that certain connection with our family mm-hmm. that really helps close the gaps and I feel like that's something that is often missing in many of our Filipino household is trying to have a strong connection into understanding the, re- the, in the reasons of certain things that are happening. Yeah, definitely. And like, I feel like a lot of things that, well, like we try to search so many things, but really it all starts in the home, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it is, like, I mean, my like family has always taught me my parents have always taught me that family is like always the number one thing like you know like don't ever put like your friends first before your family because your family will always be your family and there are friends that become family but like your family will always be there for you so don't like forget about them and don't put them behind other things because like they got your back like 100 percent and i feel like that is something that will truly um we are set in set stone from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To wrap things up, I just wanted to ask two questions um, because it's something uh, a really great conversation starter is what is your favorite Filipino? Oh my gosh, I was thinking about this the other day <laughs> because I was reading the cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I was writing down like my parents' favorites and then I was thinking about what my favorite would be. So I think that my favorite, like my number one favorite would be Pinapa Itan. Um, because my grandma would always make me, that was like one of her favorite things mm-hmm. to make for us. And she would make it super pie. Like I love it pie. Like I don't like it any other way. And like, I love like when she puts like the tripe inside and some people don't like tripe, but I like love tripe and I love my peanut pizza and super potty. And so I think like, that's like my number one favorite Filipino food for like a main dish. And then I really have been enjoying um, sayote on the side, like blanching sayote and putting um, um, patis inside. So those are like, yeah, those have been like my favorites. And then Kare Kare follows um, mm-hmm. soon after Pinapaitan. Oh, I never had someone say Pinapaitan is their favorite dish. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's always um, adobo or um, karabasa. Oh my, oh, karabasa, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I was like, uh, I don't, I mean, I like adobo, but it's definitely, it's not my favorite. <laughs> But yeah, do you think one day um, you want to learn your grandma's um, specialty of pinapaitan and make it your own? Yeah, I definitely want to. Like, even though she's she's not here anymore, mm-hmm. but my my mom definitely like knows her recipe like just as well. So I'm hoping to get enough of the recipe to where I can almost perfect hers and then put my little twist on it. Yeah. And lastly, what is your favorite Filipino word? Oh, <laughs> I've thought about this too, uh, and I'm very really prepared. Said, I yeah, like <laughs> like not even like before this podcast, I'd yeah. be like, oh, I really love that word. <laughs> Let me think. Um, honestly, I'm probably gonna say something, but then I'm gonna remember later what my actual Filipino word is. But um, <laughs> it's gonna sound silly. But I really like the Filipino, or the, I think it's Pangasinan. I'm not sure. Maybe it's Tagalog. But the word bulaklak is like. But it's Tagalog. It's Tagalog. Tagalog. Oh, okay. Yeah, my my grandma on my dad's side, um, she's the one that would say that. She I don't know why she would say it, but I remember her saying bulaklak, and I would be like, I really like that word. I don't know why it's always stuck with me it's either that word or my grandma the one that passed away she would always say um she would always say nut plug and I don't know why I like that word I just think it's really funny episode 3 with Grace and I hope you guys are able to um really get to know her and part of her story and it really helps when it comes to understanding one's narrative especially for grace the foundation of family and being able to really have that connection and support system when it comes to our cultural identity family is one that will really be with you till the very end and that's something that was emphasized a lot, um, especially in this episode. And for those who are listening, know that um, 
if right now you may not have a really great relationship with your family, um, don't give up because family is one that will truly be your guide and it's not going to be an overnight thing. It will take a lot of time, a lot of trust, a lot of um, being able to open up to your family directly to really establish that um, sense of deep connection. And in this Filipino diaspora, we can understand that family is one thing that we struggle in trying to build uh, really great connections with. And so that is the time that we have. Uh, thank you guys for listening to episode three, season two. If you guys have any questions, suggestions, and want to reach out to me, connect with me, follow me at at Reclaiming Filipinx Identity on Instagram. And don't be afraid to even email me. Um, I will be linking down my socials and my business email below. And as always, agyamanak uh, kayo amin, nagdingding kinyak, maraming salamat, kababayan. And let's continue to be one in solidarity with one another. See you guys on the next episode. And happy Asian Pacific Islander Month. Bye!